A warning. This podcast contains some f***ing bad language. Just like when Mayor Len Brown got busted with Mistress Bevan in the Nati Fatua room. Very, very clever, smart and agile. <laughs> gotta be. True stories. Your stories. Your fuck-ups. Jim Cawthorn presents... The Fuck Up Files. Life is not without regret. Right, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on the time that you are listening to this podcast right now. These are the Fuck Up Files, and we are here to celebrate every man, woman, and child's moments of when we've shed the bed, basically. Um, and I don't mean literally when I say children, because children do shed the bed, don't they? Or if you're an elderly person, I don't mean literally. Now I'm just rambling. Anyway, who am I, I hear you ask? Well, I'm Jim Cawthorn from the Rock Radio Station, regarded fuck up. I guess uh, the best person to be hosting such a podcast right now. But not just me here, of course, on the other side of the desk. Uh, also from the Morning Rumble here at The Rock, producer Ryan. Hello, how are you? Pleasure to be pushing the buttons for you today, Jim. Thank you, man. If, uh, if you'd like to get on the podcast as well, probably worth saying. Uh, 3520, text in a story you have about a time you've blown out. We'd love to maybe get you on the podcast a little bit later. Also, get this first episode and all future episodes on Rover First. That's right. So not just myself on this podcast, not just you as well, but also a special guest and joining us, comedian Tom Furness. Hello, Tom. Kia ora. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, uh, just a behind-the-scenes um, look for you right now. I've already fucked up with Tom because... Yeah, you, you definitely have. You gave me a number to message you so I could get in because I don't have a swipe pass here anymore because I don't work here. And I message you... Uh, the number you gave me uh, saying here mate and I got a question mark back and you've given me the wrong number yeah evidently. it turns out I gave her the wrong number because you used to work on the morning rumble didn't you I did used to work there on the rock um, yeah. and I used to have a pass I could get in whenever I want and take free beers out of the fridge but now I don't so I had to get let in by one of you muppets and um, uh, that didn't even work so. no alright so I'm going to keep messaging the, um, whoever's number it is that you gave me so. <laughs> so so far the conversation is here mate from me yeah. question mark back and I'm going to continue it on. I'm fucking outside. Are you going to start off with fucking? You're nice, real hot. Let me in, you... (laughs) (laughs) Let me in, you C-word. I don't have all day. That'll do, eh? Good. And hopefully we might get a phone call from them and then we can put that on the old podcast. Yeah, great. Good stuff. Fantastic. Getting stuck into it right now, uh, Tom Furness. This story uh, takes back to 2008. Yeah. That's a long time ago. 11 years. If it, yes, it is. 11 years ago. I was a young whippersnapper working in uh, Dunedin. Have you heard of Velvet Burger? Uh, no. Is it similar to Ferg Burger? That's the closest yes. thing I probably know down there. Yes. Gourmet Burger Bar. I think there is one in Auckland. Yeah. There's, there are, it's most popular in Dunedin with the students, but it's sort of like, think of a Burger Fuel or oh, yeah, sort yeah. of that level of Yeah, it's, it's gourmet. Yeah. It's better, though. Yeah. So if we're going back to 2008, I mean, you in the nicest way possible still fuck things up well and truly I imagine back in like your early 20s you must have been a considerable fuck up yeah I I was I actually I actually used to be a duty manager at this Velvet Burger in charge I don't know why they made me in charge but they did but it was one of those ones it had a bar downstairs you know yeah so it was a bit more at nights it was a bit more funkier you could do like wee D&M parties and D&M no not D&M Drum and bass, DMB. What's DM? DM is you're having a deep and meaningful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can still have one of those parties okay. where you just confess your feelings to yeah. each other. You all get on the gin, you cry. I think it'll, actually we did have a lot of parties like that. But anyway, I was, I was a duty manager, but I would. I mean, I don't know if you would think this of me. I didn't really take my job seriously. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, that's, you've come a long way. Yeah, I, I just like, I took the piss a little bit. Look, I used to, I used to let people give, give away free drinks on the job. Oh. Yeah. 
uh, we used to, it, was, it was a lot of fun. We used to get very loose, very drunk while making food. Oh, you mean people. free alcoholic drink? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking more like a Coca-Cola at McDonald's. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. That, this is next level. Was it, were they all over age? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. It was yeah, just yeah. like, say if somebody ordered like a, a rum and coke, I'd just charge them for a coke, you know? You're a mad dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's very naughty of me. I, don't, I wouldn't get in trouble 11 years later. Confi- oh, who cares? It's, good. it's already out there. Okay, so one night... I wandered in, and um, yeah, I was sort of just throwing my dick around as if I own the show, like I sometimes do. And there's a <laughs> young sounds girl. like a very unhygienic <laughs> burger restaurant. Well, no, that, no, it was metaphor, not literally. Um, there's a young girl working on the bar. Her name was Mitzi, and um, and <sighs> was Mitzi a cat? No, Mitzi. <laughs> Mitzi, you're so, okay, so you your dick out on the bar. No, and no, I didn't, no, I didn't actually. Restaurant. No, I didn't actually. My, but actually, her name was Mitzi. That's it's yeah. Can you paint? bit more of a picture of Mitzi for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think she's the same age as me. Young blonde girl. She's very attractive. Just nice. Just, she's actually just a nice, yeah. nice Four girl. legs. Uh, Four legs. Collar. Just no. named Mitzi. Yeah, I don't know why she was called Mitzi. And it's funny you say that that's a cat's name because then I actually did have a cat called Mitzi later in life. Oh, Inception. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Mitzi's behind the bar. I wander in drunk as hell and then I say, look, Mitzi, I've got no money. I'm a student. Can you just make me a Bacardi Coke and Raspberry? That was my drink at the time, Bacardi Coke and Raspberry. But don't, don't charge me for the Bacardi. Fuck that. Just give me the Bacardi Coke and Raspberry. <laughs> Come on, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. You coming, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for everyone here. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And poor Mitzi was a bit like, oh, I don't know. I don't know whether I should. Because she took her job seriously, obviously. So then she went to another duty manager, and they had a bit of a, you know, discussion about yeah. whether we should let... Yeah, you know, whether we should do this for Jim. And while this is happening, it wasn't a busy night downstairs, so it was sort of creating a bit of a hum, I guess. You know, there's, there's drawing sort of people in and just they're sort of taking the piss out of me. But after a lot of humming and harring, he decided, all right, let him have his Bacardi Coke and Great. raspberry. And so away they went, and uh, she made me a drink. And I had my drink, sat down on my drink, and then just before I went to take a, a swig, Kieran goes, you're only having it if you scull it. Who's this, the duty manager? Karen's a duty manager on board. Oh, yeah. so he's kind of responsible, but also kind of a mad dog. Yeah. He goes, you're only having it if you scull it. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, well, you want it, you got to scull it. All right. So I sculled it back. Oh, God damn it. He goes, you want another one? Yeah, fuck, go on. you got to scull it, though. <laughs> really? Yeah, you got to scull it. You're like a Labrador. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just can't say no. <laughs> All right, Karen, over. You're okay. I'll do it. You make me another one. Another one was made. And everyone's just like getting into it, all, and then I scale it back, and everyone's laughing and cheering me on. And then they're like, "Get him another one, Kieran. Another one is poured. Another Bacardi Coke and Raspberry is poured." I scale it back. Why does it need the raspberry in when you're sculling it? Well, I don't know. I just at the time that was my drink of choice. I just loved a Bacardi. Have you ever had Bacardi Coke and Raspberry? No, I never have. They're not bad. Have too many of them, they get a bit sugary. <laughs> I feel like that's where we're going. Yeah. So have another swig. Away I drank. Winced. Oh God. Do you want another one? Everyone's laughing and just. Eager me on to have another one. I said, oh, I don't know, man. I'm. How many up to at this stage? This is probably about four, five. Yeah. And it was a six. When he goes, one more. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go home. Because I'd work the next day. I was actually on charge the next day. <laughs> all right. One more, Jim. And then you're out of here. And then, all right, thank you. I appreciate this. You guys are fucking awesome. I love it. I won't forget about this. And uh, by then, I'm blind drunk. And I get a taxi home. I'm nearly passing out in the taxi. The next day, I'm feeling absolutely awful. And I've got to go to work. I've, I start at work at 10. It's about 9, 9.30. I'm nearly running late, so I have to get a taxi. That's like money I don't even have, but I'm getting a taxi down to work. Um, I get in. Now, the thing is with duty managers, because 
you, you, you pass on your notes from the night before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me about being a duty manager because I've got no experience in that whatsoever. <laughs> 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 I don't know, you do fuck all really. You're in charge of the show. Say if an underage person's get caught drinking and they get a fine, then it falls back on you as well. So you, there's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> anyway, I come back in the next day and I'm reading my notes and I'm just feeling like absolute shit. I get down to the bottom of the notes and there's a message for me that says, Haha, Jim, those raspberry rum and cokes that we made you skull last night were actually just raspberry and coke. <laughs> <laughs> there was no rum in them whatsoever. I hope the hangover was worth it. And instantly, my hangover disappeared and I felt like the biggest oh penis in the world. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. And you and everyone had been egging you on, and you're like, I'm the man. That's it. Everybody knew I that it was just four. everybody. Knew, everybody knew that it was just raspberry and coke. And uh, I never lived that down. So why were you so drunk after having just... Coke and raspberry. That's what, a placebo. Had you mentally just convinced it's yourself the, it's I'm the having It's the placebo effect, and that was actually that's one moment when I realised, holy shit, the placebo effect is a real thing. It's real, yeah. It would have been so much better too if you'd done something really regrettable, yeah. like, like <laughs> shit on a taxi or something yeah. on your way home, and like cheated on your girlfriend. Like, I was drunk. <laughs> you weren't. You're just on. <laughs> you're just on a sugar rush. They test you for drunk and disorderly, so you've actually got none in your system. Can <laughs> 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 I get away with it? Because Tom, I'd imagine you. Back in the day, would you did you ever kind of pose drunk or did you ever kind of have a moment where you're like, everyone's hammered, I'm going to sort of act hammered to kind of fit in with this I do. Crowd that, I've anything? done that more recently than ever, more getting, not enjoying getting drunk as much and pretending to be drunk to fit in. But there's been a couple of times where I've done that where I've actually convinced myself where I am drunk. And I haven't really been drinking anything, but I'm like starting to be obnoxious yeah. to be. I'm like, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm you, sorry, old man. Well, you do, you do, know, like, if you notice it, not that I drink on my own or anything, but if you're having a few fights at <laughs> home and then you're like, shit, I'm six beers deep, I'm not as drunk as I would be yeah. if I was out in public with your friends, you yeah. know? And then you also have your moments where, say, if you've had like big days of benders and then you're trying to get have another one yeah. and then you just can't get drunk. That's a thing. That's yeah. definitely a thing. Yeah. And yeah. also in hotter climates, you can't get drunk in hotter climates. Yes, you can. Nah, you go to Bali, man. Or you can't. You can get drunk, but you can't get hungover. You cannot get a hangover in Bali. You, well, wa- you would wake because up the- you'd be more dehydrated. No, you wake up the next day and you're like, I didn't even drink last I night. I think that's more of a holiday thing. Maybe it's a holiday I thing. I think Maybe it's a it's- holiday thing. I think that's a lie. No, nah, it's a thing. It's a holiday thing. You- I've never had a hangover nah, on holiday. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, you need to go on a holiday. Fact. Man. I have. Hey, I just don't get hangover. This Velvet Burger, is it Velvet Burger? Yeah. yeah. Is it still a place? Yeah, it's, it's massive. Still, it's still in Dunedin. You think this is maybe potentially like a li- libel suit by you outing this on air? Um, we'll cross that bridge. <laughs> I think you'd be fine. I think you were the only one that was a complete cocker spaniel about the restaurant. Oh, you were giving away, f- giving away uh, free, free stuff, weren't you? Allegedly. Yeah, no, you said you said it. It's not allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, you, you said it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I could be a liar. Should we ring some phone? <laughs> make some phone calls. The great thing about this podcast, Tom Furness, I don't know if you've ever seen this from another podcast, it's an interactive one. No, I haven't seen that before, that's original. That's right, you wouldn't have seen it, you would have heard it because it's a podcast, but uh, what you can do is you can uh, get hold of us, um, how do you get hold of us, Producer Ryan? Well, you can text the Rocks text number, which is a radio station, 3520, text the word Jim, and if you have a story about how you've fucked up, how you've made a, a hash yourself, had a mirror, then we'd love to get you on and talk about it, and that's what Louis has done here. God, I'm happy you're here, Ryan. Thank you. Uh, Louie, hello. How's it going, guys? Not bad, mate. You sound like a bit of a fuck-up. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, quite a big one, mate. Me and you should get together. We'll be a good team. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? Oh, when I was a bit younger, we um we went to this jazz festival over in Pai here, me and the boys, and they, they booked a motel room and um we had a whole boot full of big bots of steinies and a few bottles of whiskey and um ended up getting out on the town and sort of getting stuck into it and ended up at um, Haruru Falls and parked in a hangi pit um, right in front of all these fellas and we got we got abused, mate, while we're trying to push the car out of the hole. Hang on, just, just let's just back it up a bit. So this is, you've been to the festival all day, is that correct? A yep. jazz festival. Jazz. A jazz festival. Yeah, on, the big big jazz. on the big bots. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously you had a sober driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought there was people everywhere and we ended up um, yeah, driving around the back of this pub and ended up in the hungy pit, mate. You drove into a hungy pit? Yeah, we drove straight into it, mate. The whole front of the Cortina in the, in the pit. Oh, God. Yes, mate. We were all there getting abused by all these fellas trying to get the car out. And we, we got out of there and thought, yeah, nah, this is no good. So we backed the pie here. And um, the last thing I remember, we're walking along and there was a bread truck and he was um, trying to get get the bread into the shop and he must have gone to open the door on the shop and I took off down the road and the last thing I remember was that I was pushing this trolley full of bread down the road. Woke up in the morning on the floor and um, the whole motel room was covered in bread and buns and that. Hey Louis, waking up with all that bread around the place, man, you must have been feeling pretty crummy. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Too easy. See you guys later. (laughs) (laughs) You're done for the day, Tom. So I just want to go back to this hungy. Like, how did you not? Where was it? Was it just in someone's backyard or something? Was it? It was at a pub, mate. It was in a pub full of people. It was a big jazz festival, the hoity toity. Oh, okay. All oh, right. Like, so that was part of the festival. I get you now. Yeah, and then we we just parked right on it, mate. We didn't even fucking see it, mate. <laughs> I bet it made the hungy taste better though. <laughs> 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 oh, mate, we honestly thought we were going to get beaten, eh? Because there there was some pretty angry blokes there. Well, say so. That was all their food destroyed. Nah, nah, nah. No, they just got mashed potato out of it. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Louis, um, so what have you learned from this? Well, no big bots at Stoney's too early in the morning. That's, that's one. Yeah. I'll tell you what I've learned, that uh, if you go to a jazz festival, there could be a hungy. I wouldn't have thought that we'd go together, but okay. <laughs> oh, mate, we're in the north, Jim. That's true, actually. Who was headlining the jazz festival? Oh, fuck no, mate. I was just there trying to... I'm trying to score some All right, Louie. Hey, thank you very much for your call, mate. All good, mate. Do you want to hear my story? Go on, Tom. Um, well, I, I was trying to think. I don't think I've fucked up a lot, but there's one that definitely stands out to me. But it involves shitting myself, and I imagine a lot of your stories you're going to get will be shitting yourself. <laughs> this is the first. This is the first, yeah. I, feel like right. I don't think you can get any worse than shitting yourself and I'm not really, you look at me, I'm not really the sort of guy that you'd think shits himself, right? Like, I mean, you look at Jim and you're like, obviously maybe once <laughs> yeah, or twice a week yeah. kind of guy. Like it's a regular thing but mine's Absolutely. only a couple of times once at a wedding. That one's not the story I'm telling. My cousin's wedding. Um, and the other one is this story I have was, uh, was about five years ago and I was with an ex-girlfriend and we kind of would we'd kind of split up but we kind of seen each other again and I was staying at her house one morning and it was kind of this fr- it was fresh again and um, I woke up about 8am and I you know when you have a fart 
you have a fart to have mm. and I tried to do a little fart and obviously what happened was a little bit more than a fart happened so just go back so you guys are very comfortable obviously farting around one another yeah but we were in this fresh thing it yeah. was kind of Honey fresh phase, again yeah. because like we lived in didn't live in each other's houses so yeah. it was kind of like we're still sleeping over and kind of re-courting in a way but I, it was a complete unexpected I didn't have a sore tummy or anything I just literally tried to do fart and a bit of poo came out and it circumnavigated my thin boxer layer and got straight out onto the sh- what you call I guess the undersheet yeah, of, yeah, of yeah, her bed yeah, yeah. and I figured it out very quickly figured out what had happened and woke up and like oh no and she wakes up and she's like I've got to go to work and I've got this situation I'm like oh I'm situation yeah situation, yeah, situation literally yeah. And I and I had to go to work as well, and I, and she was like, oh, well, I'm, I've kind of got to get up. Are you going to get up? And I was like, oh, I might just, oh, I'm a bit tired. <laughs> well, she, she hasn't known that you've shit. No, because it was such a minuscule, kind of like a like a little thimble amount. Like, but a, it, like a, oh, okay, right. It, like it, it was, and it wasn't like, it wasn't unholy. It was just a bit of shit was on the sheet. But wouldn't that stink? No, don't no, tell no, me your shit doesn't stink. No, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't a bit. I didn't have a sore tummy. It wasn't like a stinker. It was just like a bit of shit had come out. But any shit stinks. No, do you not do you mean? smell the shit? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't go sniffing everyone's shit. But, but I mean, twenty percent of my shits don't stink. I say eighty percent usual don't stink. But every now and then you get a clean sweep, no stink. And I've this never was, done a non-stinky shit. Yeah, you need to eat, eat a bit of diet, mate. Oh, you're right. Talk more about your bathroom habits quickly, though, Tom, because I know someone that knows you has said that you potentially go to the bathroom. Once a week, sometimes when I, when I when I travel in particular, when I went to Japan, I was there for a week and I didn't shit at all. What? Uh, but I, I do have a lighter workload of shit. I tend to save up. Like I'm like, um, what's it called, Yogi Bear? I hibernate a little <laughs> we bit. <laughs> yeah, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we're all different, guys. Yeah, so that's, that's the thing, because I actually this. My, my wife's been saying to me the other day, you should probably go to a doctor, because sometimes I'll get up and I'll, I'll shit like two or three times before I leave home in the morning. You possibly should go to a doctor. Yeah. But, like, is it, but I've been told, hey, there's no there's no right or wrong. It's however you shit, you shit. D- it depends more on what's coming out, I'd say. This is now a doctor topic, but yeah, if, if it's coming very soft, it's just normal poos. It's not like it's bloody runny or bloody or, you know, it's just normal poos. Three times before it worked. Well, yeah, I've probably, I've probably done about five, six shits today. Probably ang- anxiety, maybe. No, yeah. I just need a shit. Oh, well, anyway. Uh, we all shit differently but the point is on this one I'd done a non-smelly tiny little shit and it had come out and it was sitting on her sheets and she was trying to get me up saying I've got to go to work and I played it off I said oh no I think I'll just stay here for a bit yeah. knowing I was going to be yeah. late for work as well and yeah. I was like uh, yeah, no you go yeah. I, I don't, I'm not going to get out for any breakfast I'm just I'm starting really late today yeah. and uh, eventually she left it took ages but eventually she left like, I had to watch her do all that slow stuff that girls do in the morning when mm. they honestly take like three days just to yeah. get ready to leave the house yeah. finally she left and I like whipped, got up whipped into action like Mission Impossible Tom Cruise kind of stuff I was like Dan like whipped the sheet off and and got because I still wanted to get to work not too late and I got the sheet and put it in the washing machine her washing machine there (laughs) which I'd never used before because it wasn't my house and I chucked it in put some washing detergent in and shut the door and put it on a quick cycle and it was on for like a I guess 30 minute cycle and I'm waiting I'm hurry up gotta get it out and the cycle finished still not knowing the state of my sheets in there whether the shit had come out or not 
the Cy- Washington Cycle Foundation, I was like, okay, I better get it out, make sure it's come out. I didn't put any friend on it or anything, but that's step one. And then I'll put it in the dryer. And I'm pulling on the uh, washing machine. It's one of those front loaders that, you yeah. know, they have like a five minute stand down. Yeah. yeah. I, stand I, down, soldier. I had yeah. no idea about this five minute stand down. I was like, come on, come on. And then I started getting really frustrated and I just ripped the whole fucking handle off. <laughs> And I rip the whole fucking handle off. It's in my hand, like literally just holding it in my hand. And I'm looking at like the half wet sheets through the little opening. And I'm like, is there still shit on those sheets or is there not? How the hell am I going to explain this? And yeah. I basically just had to cave and I had to call her up and be like, look, shit myself. Yeah. Sheets are in the washing machine. Broke the washing machine. Don't know whether there's still shit on your sheets. Had to come clean. Had to pay 400 bucks to fix the washing machine. 400 for a handle? I think it had to be a new washing machine. Oh, my God. It was full cooked. It was completely <laughs> broken. Still with shitty sheets inside it. <laughs> I was just going to say, was there still shit on the sheets? Yeah, it's probably. I mean, I never don't even recall inspecting the sheets. I think we broke up not long after oh, yeah. that. But oh, that was uh, more or less how I fucked up. So, <laughs> that's a hell of a yarn. Hey, what was her response to that, though, when you, first, when you, when you confessed that? I think it was really all good. It was, oh, that's all right. Shit yourself sometimes, don't you? And I was like, oh, fuck, I wish you told me that. Like, <laughs> Tom Furness, that is a hell of a yarn. Uh, what have you learned from that? Uh, well, I guess just come clean. When you do do something, do do. <laughs> yeah. uh, when you do do something like that, it's best just to admit to it. I think when you own up to your mistakes quicker, the more likely you are to overcome them. And also front load washing machines. Give them a bit of time. <laughs> Give them that extra five minutes. That's actually a good wee moral to end. I think most of our yarns are going to have to have that moral anyway. Just front up with your fuck-ups. And with that, what better way to wrap up episode one right now of the Fuck-Up Files. Thank you very much, producer Ryan. No worries. Um, it's gone well for the first step. It has, actually. It's of been course, good. Uh, catch the rest of it all on the Rover app. R-O-V-A is how you spell that. Don't fuck it up by spelling it as R-O-V-R. Um, we'll see you again. Um, yep. Toodle-doo, hoodly-boo, biggity Guide your awkward at saying goodbye. I am, Listen to the other episodes on Rover as well. R-O-V-A. Do that, and we'll see you next time. God, I'm happy you're here, Ryan. Thank you, mate.